0: the podcast dedicated to seeing you break barriers and limiting beliefs to live fully, love abundantly, and be all you were created to be. In other words, this is the podcast dedicated to seeing you live to your fullest potential. And we have just hit 37 episodes. And as always, I am super, super, super grateful for that. I am in particular very grateful today, actually, because this episode almost didn't happen I was so tempted to skip it not because I didn't have anything to say and that in itself that is the fact that I am yet to run out of things to say is a miracle but <laughs> that's tough for another day so it wasn't because I didn't have anything to say but because I did not feel like saying anything <laughs> So my family and I have had a tough couple of weeks. And for me, it's just been an emotional roller coaster. I'm a highly sensitive person. So things that people might just, I guess, roll over tends to marinate in my mind a bit longer than it should. And I don't know if you've heard that saying that when it rains, it pours. Well, the weight (laughs) of it all was feeling quite heavy. And recording the podcast just... (laughs) felt like a chore actually everything felt like a chore praying and journaling and having a positive outlook all of it but if there's anything that I am it is a fighter and the weapon I employed today to force me to show up is coming on here and just being honest and vulnerable with you all and the moment I knew that that was what I was going to do showing up just felt like part of the fight process And right now I'm feeling lighter and brighter and it's like nature is even mirroring the brightness because as I prepared to record the episode, the sun started shining through my window. And as I've shared so many times with you all, I love the sun, not the heat, (laughs) but the sun. Anyways, I am grateful to be here and grateful for you that you will take the time to listen. I had a totally different topic to share today, but considering all I've just shared about myself not wanting to show up today, I decided I'll speak on the topic of resilience and how we are built or equipped to withstand hard things. My name is T.R.E. and you're listening to the Girl Unlimited podcast. So I first heard the phrase, we can do hard things from the book titled Untamed by Glennon Doyle, which I read a few years ago, a couple of years ago now. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. I'm not in total agreement with everything she shared, but I think Glennon is an incredible writer and she writes from a place of openness and honesty and vulnerability. And you know, you guys, I show up for that kind of stuff. I'm all for that kind of stuff. (laughs) So I heard this phrase, we can do hard things from that book, and it pretty much stayed with me. It was only when I was doing the research for this topic that I learned that it had sort of become a mantra, especially during the pandemic. Uh, She even started a podcast with the same name, which I was so happy to hear about because it is definitely a catchphrase. We can do hard things. Sometimes we just need that reminder in spite of where we are right now and what we may be going through. We are built to withstand so much more than we think. And I know I definitely, definitely needed to hear that for me personally. And it reminds me of two stories. The first is the very popular children's story of the three little pigs and the wolf. So you all know the story, the first little pig built his house with straw and the wolf comes and huffs and puffs and blows down that pig's house. And then that pig runs to the second pig's house because he's obviously in danger of being eaten by the wolf. And this second pig's house is built with sticks. So again, the wolf huffs and puffs and destroys that one too. So these two little piggies run to the third pig's house and this time the wolves huffing and puffing doesn't work because the house is built with bricks and then a slightly similar story is found in the bible a parable told by jesus now this time it's two houses one built on sand and the other built on solid rock and when the storms and the winds come the one built on sand falls and then the one on solid rock withstands the elements One fact I've come to appreciate, guys, in business, in every creative endeavor I have been involved in, or just in life in general, is that resilience is not optional. Unless, of course, you don't want to live life to the fullest. In fact, I dare say you wouldn't really survive living if you don't build some resilience muscle. We all live on earth and we know We experience weather of all different kinds. No matter where you live, there will be some rain, a couple of storms, some sun and so on. And obviously in varying degrees, depending on where you live. Now, not taking that into consideration when thinking of a suitable place to live is foolish. This is even more important depending on where you choose to pitch your tent. So, for instance, my family and I were in Spain in May and I noticed slight differences in the way our houses are built so the houses in spain and the way we build our houses here in the uk for instance in spain they have tiled floors and canopied balconies why because spain from the most part, can be extremely hot and they just had to adapt their living quarters to account for that building resistance is pretty much the same way It is us equipping ourselves with the tools we need to withstand the curveballs that life is sure to throw at us. And believe me, it certainly will. Curveballs or challenges can take all sorts of forms. It can be loss of some kind or change of some kind, which has caused us varying degrees of discomfort. Resilience doesn't mean you won't feel pain. Let's get that out of the way first. Resilience is when you do not let the pain keep you from moving forward. Maybe it may cause you to stop for a bit, but at some point you keep moving, you keep going. And it is that continuous moving forward. Every time a situation causes you discomfort, that makes you a resilient person. Now, I want to quickly add something because I don't think it is said enough please don't feel shame or guilt if you find yourself getting overwhelmed with the challenges you're facing and the fact that you do not bounce back so quickly as all the self-help books you read say you should. If you are a sensitive overachiever like I am, then there is a tendency to be harder on yourself than any other person. The good thing about that is that you push yourself beyond what you or others think your limits are. But the downside is, is failure and challenges may not slide off your back as easily or as quickly. And some might not agree with me, but I believe that's okay. I'm doing all right. (laughs) So far, so good. (laughs) Sometimes you have to sit with things and process. And what's most important, in my opinion, is to never, ever, ever pitch your tent there. At some point, it will be time to get up and keep moving. And if you're lacking in the resilience department, don't worry, there's good news. Resilience can be learned and honed like a muscle. Question is how, and that's what I wanted to share with you in today's episode. Now, it is obviously absolutely impossible to cover all areas of building resilience in one short podcast episode and sometimes the particular situation will determine what resilience will look like in that particular situation so just for this episode I've got four ways I believe we can all build resistance so number one accept that pain and challenges and curveballs are a part of life as long as we live in this world We can't avoid them, at least not completely. In fact, trying to avoid pain and trials of life or adversity will require you to not really live. (laughs) And you know we are big on living full out on this podcast. John Maxwell actually shared this anonymous poem in his book, Developing the Leader Within You. It's quite hilarious, but with some serious undertones, if I say so myself. And this is what it says. There was a very cautious man. Who never laughed or played, he never risked, he never tried, he never sang or prayed. And when one day he passed away, his insurance was denied. For since he never really lived, they claimed he never really died. (laughs) If you're going to sing and or laugh and play and risk, you'll experience pain, disappointment, discouragement, and so on at some point or the other accepting this fact takes away the oh why me syndrome you know it reminds you that you were not singled out by karma or by god or the devil if you believe in that bottom line is you are not alone we are all (laughs) the whole of humanity is right there with you and while you're on this road of acceptance it might just be worth remembering too that there are loads of people in a far worse off situation than you are better still there are some people who are in a worse off situation but have still somehow managed to move forward in spite of their circumstances so why not you and i'm not saying that to guilt trip you in any way i'm saying that to encourage you to feel the pain but do it anyway yeah 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 i know they usually say fear and do it anyway but i'm choosing to use pain in this circumstance is that okay Okay, now number two, count your blessings. In other words, itemize things within the situation to be grateful for, whether that is on paper or you do it it mentally. Whenever I think of this point, actually, the first picture in my mind is that of Aya Stark in Game of Thrones. I don't know if you've watched the show, but you you might remember, if you have watched the show, you might remember that she had this long list of people she had decided she will kill as as revenge over the death of her father. And, you know, all those hardships her family experienced from that point on. You might also remember that from time to time, she would recite all the names one by one, especially when she was faced with the circumstance. And it was almost like she was reciting those names to remind herself of her mission. Think of counting your blessings in the same way, just without the killing part, okay? <laughs> okay? Look, at the end of the day, it boils down to perception. It has been said that we never see the world as it is, but as we are. I'm sure you've noticed how two people can be faced with the same situation and view it completely different and take different actions. Take loss of a job, for instance. One person might see it as the end of the world, while another person might see it as an opportunity to segue into another career or go into business for themselves. So ask yourself, is there another way to view the situation? What good can come out of this? If you look closely enough, there is always, always something. Now, as I said that, a question actually popped in my head, which I would like to address in case that same question popped into yours. What if it is loss of a loved one, especially if the person in question is young? What good could possibly come from that? I know from experience that in the face of grief, it is very difficult to see any good in it. And I get that. I remember when my mom died, I felt the walls were closing in on me. She was only 42, guys, and I was not only in pain, I was terrified because I didn't know how to do life without her in it. I was drowning in the sea of my own grief, and the only way I was able to stay afloat was to force myself to find one or two blessings from the tragedy and I know that sounds weird but I really really thought that was the only way I could survive it so here's how my mind worked yes my mom died acceptance but I got to have her for 20 years of my life and not everyone gets that so I am grateful counting my blessings so if you're facing grief at the moment please don't rush off allow yourself sit through that pain and grieve Because that is the only, only way to move forward with time. And they usually say time heals all wounds. Uh, I don't know if it heals it completely, but you definitely, definitely will be able to manage it. So number three, prioritize self-care. In fact, you should be prioritizing self-care regardless, but even more so when going through adversity or challenge of any sort. You need strength both mentally and physically to go through adversity successfully. Eat well, exercise, meditate, but most importantly, sleep. Well, I don't know if sleep is the most important. It's probably as equally important as the rest of them, but bottom line, take care of yourself. My parents died two years apart from each other. And in both circumstances, the first thing to suffer was my eating. Same thing happened when my first business failed. That one I didn't handle well at all. And my energy levels were abysmal. Tell me, how do you fight without energy? So obviously now I know that that's how it works with me. So I eat even if it means the food tastes like chalk. (laughs) My fourth and final point. Build resistance by seeking who or where you can serve. And I know this sounds unnatural and probably counterproductive in the midst of a challenge. And you might feel like this is a contradiction to my previous point of self-care, of taking care of yourself. But it really isn't. Self-care gives you strength. Caring for others gives you purpose and puts things into perspective. And the interesting thing is, Caring for others has a way of energizing you too. I remember when my husband and I started supporting this child in Rwanda with Compassion UK. At the time, we were really struggling financially and just trying to keep our heads above water with two young kids was tough. But supporting this child helped me take my eyes off my own issues, even if it was just for a few minutes. I'm sure most of you listening have done something for someone that wasn't about you at all. And I'm sure you can attest to the feeling of euphoria that followed. It's a truly, truly wonderful feeling. There's nothing like it. And though you are helping someone else, at the end of the day, you are really, really helping yourself. So, to end today's episode, I wanted to leave you with a final thought and a quote. And you guys know how much I love my quotes. So, here's my final thought Do you want to succeed? Do you crave to live life to the full? Do you want to be all you were created to be? Then developing resilience is non-negotiable. Arm yourself with the tools I've shared with you today. Do more research if you have to. If you're like me who tended to crumble like a pack of cards and found it so tough to get back up, then you need to listen to this episode as many times as you need. So when the elements come raging you'll be left standing. And here's a quote from the Memoirs of Cleopatra by Margaret George. You must bear losses like a soldier, the voice told me, bravely and without complaint. And just when the day seems lost, grab your shield for another stand, another thrust forward. That is the juncture that separates heroes from the merely strong thanks for taking the time to listen today take care and speak soon you my friend are a total rock legend for listening to this episode to the end I hope you found value in it. And if you did, would you do me a quick favor? Would you rate and review this podcast on the platform you're listening? And if the platform you're listening doesn't have the facility to rate and review, then please share the episode with your friends and your loved ones. It would go such a long way in helping spread the word of this podcast. And until next time, remember you're a unique remarkably created person with a God-given purpose and unlimited potential. The question is, what are you going to do about it? If that nothing will become of me That I'll never come to anything But I i i Yes, you might have given up on me Cause you couldn't see why I see you in that.